Halleluja. 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 Oh, Halleluja. Glory to Jesus. It's another season in the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. It's another season. It's another time. So I want you to begin to celebrate the goodness of God this morning. Wherever you are this morning, this afternoon, this evening, I want you to celebrate the Lord. The Lord has been good. 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 Celebrate the Lord. Celebrate the Lord. The next one minute, you are telling God, Father, have your way this morning. Anoint my lips. 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 In the name of Jesus. Shadadabadaba. So deliberate, Anoint me fresh oil, fresh oil, fresh oil, fresh oil, fresh oil, fresh oil in the name of Jesus, fresh oil in the name of Jesus, fresh oil, fresh oil, fresh oil, fresh oil, the further fresh oil. Fresh oil, fresh oil, fresh oil. 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 Lift up your voice and make a prayer to Father. Fresh oil. Shadalabado, shadagadabedebe. Fresh oil, fresh oil. This morning, release fresh oil. This morning, release fresh oil. This morning, release fresh oil. This morning release fresh oil. This morning release fresh oil. This morning release fresh oil. Kadaba shada kadaba. Release fresh oil. Release fresh oil. Kodalaba shada kadaba. Fresh oil, Lord. Fresh oil, Lord. Fresh oil, Lord. Fresh oil, Lord. Kadaba shandala baraba. Fresh oil, fresh oil. Fresh oil, fresh oil. Kadaba shandala baraba. Fresh oil, Lord. Fresh oil, Lord. Fresh oil, Lord. Fresh oil, Lord. Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. Fresh oil, fresh oil. Fresh oil. Fresh oil, fresh oil. 
Fresh oil, fresh oil, fresh oil. Fresh oil, fresh oil, fresh oil. Fresh oil. Grant me fresh oil. Grant me fresh oil. Fresh oil this morning. Fresh anointing. New graces. New graces. Somebody let me see you pray. Lift up your voice. Fresh oil, fresh oil. In the name of Jesus. Lift up your voice, lift up your voice. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 If you are there, begin to let me see you. If you are there, let me see you. It's time for us to engage the Lord. Even as we are preparing, I want you to still engage the Spirit of God that release fresh oil. This morning, let fresh grace fall. New mercies, new graces, new strength. Let there be, O God, fresh oil, fresh grace, fresh power. Fresh protection in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. I'm, I'm, I'm hearing some feedbacks. I don't know. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Okay, so we are ready for the word this morning. If you are ready, shout supernatural relationship. Check supernatural relationship. Supernatural relationship. Supernatural relationship. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, come on, shout hallelujah. Somebody 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 shout hallelujah. My God, shout alabaraba. Fegrede de boches. Lababa shandalabaraba. 
Thank you, Jesus. 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 Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Somebody, I want you to pray. I'm telling God and Father, this morning, I don't know why this issue of fresh oil is still coming. But I'm telling God that, Father, grant me fresh grace. Grant me fresh capacity. Grant me fresh ability. Grant me fresh oil. Renew my strength this morning. Renew my ability this morning. Renew everything around me. New mercies. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Begin to pray. Begin to pray. Lift up your voice and pray. Gruzi bada hada rabaha, seben de beli bagusha. Mianda basha bahanda balaga basha branda basha Mandi Valeve Hevilia Lov Sivlanda Maluze Pirana Mandu Shabalia Doza Biaco Valiaco Shabrande Veligo Shevegianda Badarabaha La Ramba Shakibalaga Bazimbala Shabago Shakabanda Tibadaraba Shabadaraba Hagabu Shabranda Bashabada Oh, 
is somebody praying kimba son telebedoshe is somebody praying kalaba shandalaba is somebody praying is somebody praying oh are you there are you there if you are there give me feedbacks hallelujah shalabalaba fegedebedosha kindalabalaosh fadadaba shakatalabada rakapa shagadabadaba in telebedoshe rakapa shadagadaba Vadu sete ketente le brakashata la bradasha. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Kalabasha. Felebede de bosha. I kapadu sete de shekete shekete. La baba shadagadaba. New limits. We break through limits. We break through barriers. We break through situations. We break through situations. In the name of Jesus. We break through situations, we overcome limits, we overcome barriers. We command the heavenlies to come under the subjection of the authority of God. Let the Lord have his way. Let the word have its free course. We command the heavens, the earth, every system to accommodate the anointing at work, the grace at work, the purpose of God at work. La daba shanda la balabalaba le konde sibrado shada baduse le balabasha we break limit we break limit we break all limit in the name of Jesus we break all limit in the name of Jesus we break all limit in the name of Jesus ka shada balibata in the name of Jesus shada la baduse we break the limit in the name of Jesus thank you Lord Thank you, Jesus. Glory to Jesus. Oh God, you reign, you reign over this atmosphere. 
You reign over this service. You reign, you reign, you reign, you reign. Your glory is seen. Your power is declared. Your might is seen. In the name of Jesus. Satadadadabasa. People of God, let's lift our voices and then lift up a prayer. We are praying to God. From yesterday to today, you realize we've been having challenges with our network. We are declaring peace, stability over the network area. That the power of God will take control. At this point, we are switching over. We are switching Mm. over to the other level. As it's over to the other place, we want Jesus. to win our battle from the supernatural. I want Jesus. you to lift your voice, speak in the language of the spirit. Let's take Shadagada control. La Kadabashala, we command calmness. We command calmness by the power of the Holy Ghost. Father Gasha, Raka Basha Gadada, in the name of Jesus. Kadabada Rekadesha Gadabada, in the name of Jesus. Kabasha Dagadaba, Katikata, Fagadaba Shagada, Sodagadaba Duhata, Fagadaba, Sodagadaba Lagada. Ikadasha in Jesus' name. Kadasha Gadabadu. Shagadabo Shagadada Ikada Ragaba Shagadaba. Ragaba Shagadabadabada. Ragaba Shagadabadaba. Ikada Shagada. Ragaba Shagadabadaba. Ragada Shagadaba Shagadabadaba. Ragu Shagadabadaba. Ragaba Shagadabadaba. Ragaba Shagadabadaba. Ragaba Shagadabadaba. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Beloved in Christ, I bring you greetings from the Most High God. As we have prayed, I know that this has been solved. Hallelujah. And uh, mm-hmm. the network will be stable. So, I want to quickly bow down our heads as i pray father in the name of jesus i thank you for your power demonstrated 
over us this morning. Thank you for that power that sustains all things. And so this meeting is sustained by your power in the name of Jesus. Any ungodly influence flees and leaves right now in Jesus' name. Your word is taught with power as clarity and we receive your word with meekness in our hearts and we walk in the light that your word offers us this morning and the rest of our lives our lives are shaping by your words and we make godly decisions because of your word in jesus mighty name have we prayed amen Amen. all right so we want to continue we started i think two days ago three days ago uh, looking at supernatural relationships the topic is actually how to nurture relationships but i would explain to you why you can also see how to nurture supernatural relationships because the people we are talking about are believers i'm talking about you i'm talking about myself and the believer by faith in the gospel is a supernatural being so sometimes when we talk about supernatural we are only looking at the spectacular we are only looking at the spectacular but supernatural simply means what the scriptures say okay the bible is supernatural the bible says second timothy 3 16. all scripture is from the breath of god god with few numa numa what it means is that Theos uh, numa what it means is that uh, the, the writing of the scriptures are inspired of the holy ghost they are inspired of the spirit of god all scripture is given by the inspiration of god yeah and so it means that any portion of scripture that you, you 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 look at is actually supernatural supernatural means that something that is outside the natural something that is associated with divinity associated with god the bible is supernatural so when i take the instructions in the bible and walk by it i'm actually living a supernatural life okay so for instance even though um i may be in a relationship a natural relationship so to speak maybe myself and my boss it's a natural relationship but there are instructions for me from the scriptures as to how to um you know organize myself how to um relate with my boss once i pick those instructions and i run with them then that becomes a supernatural relationship i hope you get me even though it's a natural relationship but because i am following the instructions from the scriptures i make that relationship supernatural okay another example i can give you is for instance you have um, a friend a close friend who prior to you receiving the gospel was very close to you but after receiving the gospel the, the scriptures would instruct you that do not be unequally yoked with unbelievers and so you are now careful you don't take counsel advice from him him as you would have done in the past so when that is hap- happened uh, you are actually 
taking a supernatural course with regards to that relationship and that can be also um, known as a supernatural relationship i hope you get me yeah please do you hear me i know you do matthew 28 18 to 20 philip kindly post it for us So we are looking at how to nurture relationships. We can say supernatural relationships as well. Jesus came and spoke to them, saying, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Therefore, go and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. So we started by saying that, and this is something I've been saying, that whereas you can make a salvation decision, okay, to be born again in a split second, sometimes in a microsecond, the moment a person believes the gospel, the person is saved, born again. Discipleship will take a bit um, longer time. Okay, so that means that we need to pay attention to discipleship because Jesus said that teaching them to observe all things that I've commanded you. So you teach them always to observe always everything that Jesus has commanded. That would take quite some time and quite some discipline. Okay, And the responsibility of the church is to ensure that to ensure that the men who receive the gospel are taught and they are taught into maturity. And so by faith in the gospel, the believer is like a seed that is sown in a soil that needs to grow up and bear fruits. So that means that we would measure how um, well you have grown and matured by how much fruit you bear teaching them to observe all things again teaching them to observe all things i have commanded you the last time i told you that the word commanded is to give a strong charge and telomai in the greek to give a strong charge in fact it's like a judge that has given um, a decree at the law court it is a very binding charge and command such that somebody can be caught for contempt for not following that charge so it means that when that charge is given um the people that the charge involves have no excuse whatsoever in fact the fact that you are you were not there during the reading of the judgment does not even exclude you it is assumed that once the judge has read it, that is it. Imagine after the election petition and then somebody who wasn't there claiming he was not there organizes a press conference and starts inciting Ghanaians and saying that um, what they did, what the judges did at the law court was not, was, was not, um, was fake. And then doing his own thing, you know, the law would not excuse him for not being present because that charge is binding. It's the same thing that Jesus does. I command you to teach 
them to observe to, to observe all things that i've commanded and so I, I was saying that there is therefore a pattern of instructions of sound doctrine that is left for us as followers of christ and that is a pattern that was set um let's say after the resurrection of jesus was sustained by the early church was sustained throughout church history that needs to be sustained and so i cannot just get up and start doing things my own way yesterday i was giving an example like um matthew 16 15 says go into the whole world and preach the gospel to every creature so the the, the command is to preach the gospel to every creature and i was saying that the word preach in itself in the greek is keruso k-e-r-u-s-s-o what it means is to announce with words okay so i can't you know claim that oh now it's 21st century and when you are talking people don't listen so uh, let's let's stop the use of words let's let's organize a football gala and then organize the youth to come and play while they are playing you share fried rice and turkey wings and when someone eats it and the food is nice they will join our church you know in the corporate world this idea will be clapped at people would clap and hail you as um an innovative person someone who thinks out of the box outside the box but actually you are disobeying jesus when you do that because jesus instructed that the gospel be preached the gospel be preached with words with words it is with words that we persuade that we convince that we warn that we correct and so second timothy uh, 3 16 again says that all scripture is from the breath of god it is profitable for doctrine i explained that profitable or phallimus it means that the, the the scriptures are needful to for doctrine doctrine means to teach so uh, the, the the scriptures are needful for teaching in teaching you would reproof i said reproof means to give an evidence you would correct correct means to turn somebody from right uh, from wrong to right and we would train up in righteousness who train into righteousness so all this is done via the scriptures and primarily with words so you can't go around it again i also said that even jesus while he was on earth also followed a pattern you realize that um jesus most of the time spoke confirming the prophecies that were written concerning him a typical example that i usually show people is in john chapter 2 so in john chapter 2 verse um john 2 verse 17 john 2 verse 17 then his disciples remembered that it was written zeal for your house has eaten me up now this is john give, doing a commentary of what actually happened i told you that the four gospels were written years after jesus had ascended and so what what um they are writing is not your journalistic 
eyewitness account whereby when jesus is walking they'll be following him with notepads and then we'll be writing as jesus takes a step they write jesus takes a right step jesus meets the samaritan woman it is it, it isn't like that they write the account of the four gospels as a fulfillment of the prophecy so when they are writing you find them making in intelligent um uh, commentaries that shows you that they have some prior information so for instance in verse 19 when jesus said to them destroy this temple and in three days i will raise it up and the jews said it was taking 46 years to build this temple and will you raise it up in three days but he was speaking of the temple of his body look at 22 therefore when he had risen from the dead his disciples remembered that he had said to them and they believed the scripture and the word which jesus had said and so this is john relating what jesus said to what the prophets had said so this is how the four gospels are written they would pick his miracles intelligence i told you that at another opportune time i would show you how john um writes concerning even the miracles of jesus the miracles of jesus he doesn't pick them anyhow but he uses the miracles of jesus to prove that jesus is the promised messiah so in john chapter um let's look at this john chapter um john chapter 21 no let's read john chapter 20 verse 30 look at john 20 30 and truly jesus did many other signs in the presence of his disciples which are not written in this book but these are written that you may believe that jesus is the christ wow the son of god and that believing you may have life in his name so why did jesus um, why did john write concerning the signs that jesus performed that people would believe that jesus i told you the last time that when you say jesus um jesus is a, a historical figure okay so when you say jesus uh, pardon me you have just mentioned a name okay jesus is a name in fact my name is also jesus <laughs> joshua is jesus so joshua in the hebrew is yeshua the jesus is actually the greek translation of the hebrew yeshua so uh the greek would, would would call him jesus jesus okay jesus and the hebrew will call him yeshua and so joshua uh, in the old testament it was you can see a, a, a figure of jesus pointing to jesus okay so when you say jesus you're actually mentioning a historical figure a man who lived died at age maybe 33 years you can actually find his records if there is an archive sitting somewhere or a census somewhere you find his name in there born to uh, mary and joseph uh, even though the circumstances surrounding his birth is controversial that's what the ordinary person would say oh this guy he lived but the circumstances concerning his birth was a bit controversial okay so when john writes concerning his, his signs and wonders he's proving that okay that Jesus, that historical figure is the promised Messiah. Where? Where was the Messiah promised? In the Old Testament. So it's the promised Messiah of the Old Testament. So you realize that the four Gospels are written as a fulfillment of the prophecies concerning the Messiah in the Old Testament. So now they come back to rewrite the 
the history of Jesus while he walked on earth in the light of that. So at first I used to think that, oh, the four gospels doesn't contain, you know, enough light. You know, I, I used to think that when it comes to light, oh, let me stick with the epistles, the Pauline epistles. Let me run with it. The four gospels are mere eyewitness accounts. But I later uh, saw that, no, it's not like that. Actually, if the four gospels were not written to hell with your epistles, because by the time you start reading Paul, and Paul is mentioning I'm the apostle of the Lord Jesus Christ, the question you ask is, who is the Lord Jesus Christ? So the four gospels serve as the background for us entering into the epistles. So you can't throw away the four gospels. In fact, if the four gospels were not written, the prophecies of the Old Testament are not validated. They are left empty. Did they happen? We don't know. Okay, but because they, they are they are written in the four gospels, we know that oh okay. So what the God promised to do, he actually did. Look at Luke 24. I need you to follow me. You know, we are looking at supernatural religion. You need to understand certain things. Look at Luke 24, verse 44. Then he said to them, These are the words which I spoke to you while I was still with you, and that all things must be fulfilled. Take note, fulfilled. Fulfilled. While I was still with you, that all things might be fulfilled, which were written in the law of Moses, the prophets, and the Psalms. That is the whole of the Old Testament. Okay, good. So Jesus said that these are the words I said to you while I was still with you. It means that while Jesus was on earth and was teaching, his teaching was actually, uh, uh, let me say, a reiteration of Moses. Uh, the prophets and the book of Psalms. So he quoted them extensively in his teaching. Okay, he he he, he mentioned them to show that he was the fulfillment of whatever they said. So you realize that even Jesus did not talk anyhow. That's what I want you to see. Okay, I want you to see sometimes our approach to the Bible is, is so sickening. Uh, you pick the Bible and you, you quote it anyhow, you use it for anything at all. But Jesus, who is even uh, the purpose behind the writing of the scriptures, didn't quote the Bible anyhow, but, you know, quoted the Old Testament extensively to show that he is the fulfillment of what had been written. So again, there is a pattern, no matter how you look at it, it's a pattern for us in our relationship, in everything that we do. We don't just do it anyhow. Hallelujah. And so I said this yesterday, and I'll repeat again, that the disciple of Jesus Christ does not get the scriptures to agree with him. You don't get the scriptures to agree with you. Rather, you agree with the scriptures. So I search the scriptures. Whatever I find the scriptures telling me, I embrace it and I walk with it just like that. It is very important. And so uh, that is the attitude towards the scriptures. That is what should be seen. In my relationship, how I make my relationships, how I get into relationship, I don't get into the relationships and then I twist the scriptures to suit me. No. I find out what is the will of God concerning me being in relationships. Okay? And, and, and that is it. You don't... get So I said that that's idea of back it up with scripture 
uh, anything at all then you back it up with scripture back it up with scripture uh, you want to pray you will search for prayer topics back it up with scripture it is good but at the end of the day it is almost like you having your preconceived thoughts preconceived mindset and then you are looking for scriptures to help you out that shouldn't be your attitude your attitude should be to, to search the scriptures holy okay and after searching the scriptures then you find out are there prayer topics so to speak for me are there instructions for me i don't take make my prayer topic and then go and then search for scriptures too but that is why a lot of times uh, a lot of uh, harmful prayers are made i know that for this family we don't make harmful prayers hallelujah Aha. but you go to places and people are actually making how i call it harmful prayers the kind of prayers they are making it's strange and they are quoting extensively from david a man who prophesied extensively concerning the sufferings of christ and the glories that would follow and so if you read the psalms very well you realize that david even though he was talking about himself was also talking concerning the christ the messiah who, who, who which would come so when you hear david for instance when david said that uh, the, the the man that i ate my bread with has lifted up his heels or his hands against me it is as if david had you know somebody who who uh, a friend who was fighting him or lifting up his heels against him which is true but again david was also prophesying concerning judas and so it is david's experience but it is jesus's experience as well so you don't joke with their words and their um their what they said even their experiences are a proof i told you the last time that abraham was 100 years sarah was 90 years and sarah was barren and god promised abraham that uh, out of his loins would come a son okay and 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 as as laughable as that was it's it's actually laughable it's a very funny statement why would you why would a barren woman okay, give birth at that old age even if she would give birth she should give birth when the natural hormones are at their peak you know but at that age when the hormones are gone i mean but god said that is it you know and the name of the child was even called isaac which means laughter isaac means mockery something that is laughable and you know god uses that story to prove a point that at the point jesus who is actually the seed of abraham not isaac the seed of abraham is jesus jesus would die and resurrect so that resurrection is typical of the womb of sarah a dead womb so paul by the spirit will say that god who calls the things that are not as though they are that is why what what paul says okay and then it says concerning abraham that abraham did not consider the deadness of abraham um, of sarah's womb that womb was the, the 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 death of jesus it was impossible for a man to die and rise up again but with god it was possible hallelujah 
okay so you know such a man like abraham his experiences are even a pointer to christ so realize that we have um patterns real patterns to follow hallelujah yeah so that is very vital you don't get the scriptures to agree with you you agree with the scriptures so realize that a lot of relationship talks may resonate with your experience but that will not be the word of god okay okay people can tell you um how they did years how years worked but it may not be the word of god at the end of the day is the word of god that will stand true i want you to understand also that the gospel is already a relationship see when i say relationship don't think about boyfriend girlfriend okay don't think about boyfriend girlfriend relationship is any association between two people the two persons a group of persons the gospel is a relationship because in the gospel we see god as the father okay that is a relationship on its own yesterday i was showing you that in in the gospel jesus calls us his friends i'm going to that pretty soon in the gospel we who have believed are called brothers okay so the gospel is already a relationship in the gospel the unbeliever is called darkness and the believer is called light ephesians 2. in fact the unbeliever is called the children of the devil the evil one Let's look at Ephesians 2. So that's that's a relationship too, right? When we say relationship, it involves a whole lot. It's not only uh, the good ones. So Ephesians 2, 1. And you he made alive who were dead in trespasses and sins in which you once walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit who now works in the sons of disobedience among whom also we also once conducted ourselves in the last of our flesh fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind and were by nature children of wrath and so unbelievers are called children of disobedience and it's a relationship hallelujah so that's that's a relationship in its own uh, that's how they are called by the scripture so assuming i have an unbelieving brother or an unbelieving father even though i like him he's my father in the natural i like him i should respect him i should i should respect him as a father the fact of the matter is that the gospel refers to him as a disobedient person as a, a, a son of darkness okay and so that is very important yesterday i mentioned that i asked what is the highest expression of relationship and that took us to amos 33 let's go back to amos 33 and I remember I said Amos in the Old Testament. Amos is in the Old Testament after Joel. Okay. Unfortunately, if you have that Gideon's International Bible, you can't find Amos there. That Bible is not a complete Bible. <laughs> Learn to get a complete Bible. Amos three can two work together unless they are agreed? And I said that this scripture is talking about God and his prophets and also by extension the children of Israel and God. So they cannot be a working together. The working together means to have a common purpose. Halak yaka in the Hebrew. 
h-e-l-a-k-y-a-c-h-a to have a common purpose okay so it is a common purpose that will cause people to work together and i said that references of uh, work together or to work actually shows that that is usually referenced between the relationship between its reference for the relationship between man and god a lot of times let's look at a few examples psalm 66 verse 13 let's look at a few examples of work as used in the old testament psalm 66 verse 13 psalm 66 6 6 verse 13 I will go into your house with, with burnt offerings. Did I get my reference right? I will pay you my vows, which my lips have uttered. Okay. Let's look at um, Psalm 416, verse 9 instead. Did I see four one six? Is it one four six or one four six nine? Okay, good. So, um, yeah, I think is a is a word. It's one four six, but the way of the wicked it turns upside down. So it's the way, the way. It's the same. It's the same Hebrew word for uh, um, a walk, uh, halak. Okay, it's the same Hebrew word. Genesis 5.22. That's another reference. I think that one will come clear. Genesis 5.22. After he begot Methuselah, Enoch walked with God 300, and, uh, 300 years and had sons and daughters. So Enoch walked with God, had an association with God, had a relationship with God. So it's always used for a, a relationship okay a relationship that's what i wanted you to see good so therefore one of the key elements of a fruitful and effective relationship is to have a common purpose you know a lot of times there we we often say uh, people have fallen in love and and, and uh, excuse me to say that word has been so abused okay the fact of the matter is nobody falls in love i mean you don't fall in love love is not a pit hallelujah so what we call fall in love or falling in love is, is an abuse it's, uh, so when you, you find a youth who is who has built uh, everything about their lives on that oh i just fell i don't know what happened i fell no you actually knew what happened i'll show you what happened i mean people don't just fall in love there's something there's a build up to it so what do you call fall in love I've, I've fallen in love and then you say i can't help it i can't i'll kill myself no it's it, it's it's an abuse we we have abused that word okay nobody falls in love hmm? falling in love is actually a choice okay so you choose to fall in love whatever you mean by falling in love you choose to fall in love now 
when we talk about choices every choice that we make as man okay it's influenced so i told you yesterday that there is no independent man see that person who is saying that me i want to be independent too i want to take my own decisions i want to make sure that nobody is influencing me maybe an issue has arisen and the person is saying that oh me i don't want anybody to instruct me tell me do this do this no 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 no. i want to be independent to be on my own in fact that man is influenced okay that man who wants to be independent has been influenced why does he all of a sudden want to be um, independent okay did he hear something did someone tell him something did he get some information from somewhere so you realize that that decision to be independent is influenced by an information so nobody is really independent okay so uh, i mean put that at the back of your mind every man is heavily influenced the way we talk the way we dress the way we cut our hair we are product of influence like you can't you can't separate a man from influence every man is influenced why do you all of a sudden want to cut your hair a certain way i remember uh, years back the first time i cut my hair and then decided to um, uh, um how do you call this thing uh, you know uh, we, we, we usually call it feed i didn't know how to do it but there was the first time i entered the the barbers i went with my friends they said charlie 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 today you have to change your haircut and i said okay let me give it a try i tried it looked good on me and since then that's how i've been cutting my hair so i can't just get up and say oh for me this is how i do my things i'm independent no i was influenced okay so we are all influenced in our choices before you choose there must has there must have been some influence so the influence can be positive the influence can be negative so at the end of the day you can't just fall in love there is a reason why you like this person you like that person you don't like this person okay there is always a reason there's always a reason i'll come and explain this again but um uh, so we are not we are all products of influence okay we are all we are all influenced our choices are influenced by uh something okay i'll, I'll show you what that thing is our, our choices are influenced by something before you 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 did something somebody must have told you something okay and yesterday i said that friendship is a highest expression of relationship do you remember friendship is the highest expression of relationship and we saw that from john 15 13 to 16 jesus now called his disciples the apostles he called them friends john 15 13 john 15 13 says that greater love has no man than this that than to lay one's life for his friends 14 says you are my friends if you do whatever i command you I, and that is very important that is very key you are only called his friends if you do what he commands you okay no longer do i call you servants for servant does not know what this master is doing but i have called you friends for all things that i heard from my father i've made known to you look at 16 you did not choose me very important you did not choose me but i chose you and i appointed you that you should go and bear fruit and that your fruit should remain and so 
friendship is the highest form of relationship jesus calls us his friends by virtue of the gospel so but the gospel throws us into a friendship mode with jesus and that friendship is as a result of our obedience to what jesus commands okay essentially he will command us to believe in him which is faith in the gospel and by faith in the gospel will be called his friends i hope that is clear good and now jesus is saying that in that friendship we did not choose him wow it means that jesus is showing us a vital lesson that friendships should not just happen friendships should not just happen don't just sleep and wake up and then friendship happens no you should learn to choose your friends don't let your friends choose you okay so a few days ago i posted on my status that somebody asked me a couple of uh, months back can i be your friend i said okay i will find out that means that i'm not allowing you to choose me but i need to choose you as a friend okay how do you choose as a friend jesus told you that his friends are those who obey his commandments so that is what jesus values so our choices are a reflection of our values your choices are a reflection of your value i told you that nobody's in independent everybody is influenced as a matter of fact in fact we are all copycats every man is learning from someone we are all copycats and then our choices are influenced by what we value so before usually before i'll counsel anybody who comes to me with a problem relationship issue whatever problem i want to weigh the person's values what do you value okay what do you value because it is your choices are a direct reflection of what you value okay so that is why it is very sickening and 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 my my the my teacher uh, okay the man i take a lot of inspiration from would say it is witchcraft for a parent to seek to control uh, somebody who is above 18 years and then would be telling you hey do this go to church don't go to church it is actually witchcraft god himself will not even do that okay because everybody and what they value if at that stage the person doesn't value the things of god the things of the spirit then you have already failed as a parent that's the truth so you can't assuming myself now and my father is now telling me that every sunday morning make sure you go to church i mean it's not the time for him to tell me this if by now i don't know that i should go to church i should cherish the fellowship the gathering of the saints then I, he got it wrong and i'm probably I've, I've already got it gotten it wrong if there's anything he can do he can only persuade me not force me okay so it is very important what people's values are sometimes before we even judge people ah why is this person doing as the person what does he value okay i have a dear friend who a lady who got into a relationship with i would say this here a a, 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 a cult a, a, a guy who belongs to a cult i'll mention the name of the church it's not it's not a church it's a cult 
Latter-day Saints, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And this guy, a, a, a charismatic a, a Christian believer, someone who believes in the Holy Ghost, speaking in tongues, the gifts of the Spirit. How, how did you end up there? Okay, so when we examine some of these things, you are like, ah, how do you live your Christian life? How can you end up with a church of whatever, 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 of Latter-day Saints person? And, 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 and you are bringing the person home that this is the, pe- the guy that I want to marry, or this is the lady I want to marry. And we, are, we ask you the church, and you ask, you ask, ah, have you backslidden? Because, I mean, how did you end up there? If you are a vibrant Christian, a tongue-talking, demon-casting believer, you can never end up there because you will never be attracted. So already there is a problem with your values. It means that you don't cherish the things of the Spirit. And that, that is what is happening along many you know um, uh, 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 relationships people get into relationships anyhow go to campuses people are falling in love anyhow and you find out about the gentleman the lady they are falling in love with and the lady oh my god the lady in fact has no proof of christianity and, and, and nothing like you pick the lady you pick the guy you don't see anything christian about the person the only thing christian about the person is that when they are filling the form and it goes to religion they will take christian nothing and you bible believing christian eh you want to go to heaven <laughs> you fall in love like that so you don't fall in love anyhow Make sure that you are sure of your values. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll show you. So Jesus chooses his friends, and friends are supposed to be chosen. Okay, friends are supposed to be chosen. Look at Second Corinthians six fourteen. Second Corinthians six fourteen. Is somebody following me, or you are angry? I'll say it. <laughs> Second Corinthians six fourteen. Six fourteen. Do not be unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship has righteousness with lawlessness? For what communion? That is koinonium. It is to share something in common, to have something in common. So Paul is saying that what communion has light with darkness. That means that the believer is called light. The unbeliever is called darkness. The believer is called righteousness. The unbeliever is called lawlessness. Okay, are you following verse 15? And what accord, what concord, the, the King James Version will say what concord, has Christ with Belial. So the believer is called Christ. <laughs> and the unbeliever is called Belial. Belial is uh, a, a, a god, a Greek, a Greek a god at that time. Or what part has a believer with an unbeliever? 
what agreement has the temple of God with idols? So you see, the unbeliever is called the temple of idols. For you are the temple of the living God, as God has said. I will dwell in them, I will walk among them, I will be their God, and they shall be my people. What agreement has light with darkness? So you need to be deliberate in your relationships, having your values in front of you. And 2 Corinthians 6.14 is putting a perspective to your values. Before you call anybody a friend, make sure. In fact, people working on the earth are not people that you classify anyhow. The Bible has already classified them for you. Okay? So we have the believer, the unbeliever. The believer is called light. The unbeliever is called darkness. And in fact, there is no relationship between light and darkness. In fact, light is light. When light is there, everybody knows this is light. If there is darkness, if there is doom so for the those from our international community, doom so it's a technical term in Ghana. Hallelujah. A very glorious term like that, which means darkness. <laughs> so when there is light, everybody appreciates that this is light. When there's darkness, you know that this is darkness. You can't see darkness and call it light. If you see darkness and you call it light, you need to be examined at the psychiatric hospital. So that means that Paul is saying that if you see an unbeliever and you are comfortable around the unbeliever, not because you want to present the gospel, give the gospel to, to him, but the unbeliever is now giving you counsel as to how to go about your life. Unbeliever is saying, now the things are not easy crowd. So you see, you have to be smart and believer. You are nodding. Co, 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 co. You are nodding your head and taking instruction from an unbeliever. You are seeing darkness and you are calling it light. Okay? And you come to church and you bring that. So I find it so disheartening. I, I used to fight people a lot when I was in my, my former um, um, local assembly. I used to fight people a lot. You see these corporate workers and eh? those who work at the banks those who work in corporate institutions when we meet as church executives and then we are talking bible and someone will say oh in my in my institution this is how we do i say ah your institution is not light oh your institution is not the temple of god okay even though you are there as a believer but you don't bring the structure there to the church and say that oh because it's working in this bank we should also do it in, in church no it doesn't work like that so what fellowship has light with darkness? You have to value and place value on the things of the spirit. Know your worth as a believer. So that you don't mingle with friends and in fact choose your friends. In, when it comes to friendships, choose your friends. Every friendship should have a purpose. If there is no purpose, you better not start it. Why does this person want to be your friend so for instance the young man who asked me okay can i be your friend and i said i'll find out it's because you cannot just bump into my life and then want to be my friend i don't know you okay i would need to know you through my values there are things that i cherish so it is very important to be deliberate in your relationships when and 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 that is very important okay that is very important today i will talk about judas when i'm ending my session i i promise to to give you something about judas it has to do with friendship we'll look at that um 
um, at the end of my session. So it's very important to choose. Okay, look at um, the gospel actually requires that we are made students. Okay, Jesus said that teaching them to observe. So I told you that teaching them is in the Greek matitu from the verb mantano. Mantano means to train a pupil, to train a student. So you ask yourself, student of what? Okay, look at Matthew eleven twenty-eight 28 to 30. Matthew eleven twenty-eight to thirty. So friendships need to be chosen, right? And there should be a purpose. Matthew eleven twenty-eight to thirty. Eleven twenty-eight to thirty. Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I'll give you rest. Verse 29, take my yoke upon you and learn from me. Learn from me is the same word that um, make disciples is translated from. It's the same Greek word. This is the verb. Learn from me is mantano. Mantano. That means to, to it's, it's from the same noun. The noun, the noun is a student. Okay, so to learn from me will mean, mean that study from me. Learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you'll find rest for your souls. 30. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So sometimes, you know, we think that Jesus wants to take our heavy load from our, our heads and that ends it. No. In fact, he takes our heavy load, he gives us his yoke. There's an exchange of load at salvation. But salvation, you don't just drop yours and go away. No, when you drop yours, you pick his. So his yoke is what we pick. And Jesus is saying here that um, his yoke is easy and the burden is light. Okay. The word yoke is from the Greek word zygon. Zygon. It means to be tied together. To be tied together. So when Paul says that do not be unequally yoked, what he means is that he calls that tying with unbelievers unequal. Unequal means that uh, one is long, one is short. Unequal means that the two of them are, are, can never be, be the same. They can never be called the same. And so when a believer marries, for instance, an unbeliever, they will make a nice couple to, to the world who clap for them. That is, I, I need you to get me right, okay? If you marry an unbelieving husband while you are also an unbeliever and later on you become, there is instructions in the school. You don't leave the person. You don't leave the, the person, okay? You walk in love towards the person. You preach the gospel towards the person. What I'm talking about is somebody who is convinced of the gospel and then you are going to marry you are going to make a choice make a decision and you decide to uh, tie your destiny with an unbeliever in the name of you fell in love you have you have actually fallen in <laughs> i don't want to say what i want to say so that is that is not good okay that, that is an unequal yoke you are light you have picked darkness and you have mixed light and darkness and that is that is not good so 
to be yoked means to be tied together to be bound together so jesus is saying that let's be tied together and learn from me that is what he's saying take my yoke upon me means let's let us be tied together that means that i will do it through you okay i will do it through you so it is as going into a partnership and doing it so already that tells you that in our relationship with jesus as friends it is a partnership we do what he does he works through us so there's that partnership and it is called an easy yoke hallelujah and so a discipleship at, at salvation we are tied together with the lord and we now learn of the lord mantano let me give you references for the word mantano matthew 9 13 write a few of them there uh, matthew 24 32 2432 says that learn the lesson of the fig tree. Okay. Um, Hebrews 4 9, Philippians 4 9. Okay. Philip, post Philippians 4 9 for us. Let's see. Philippians 4 9. Those things which you have both learned and received and heard and seen in me do and the god of peace shall be with you and so when we use the word learn it means that to see an example and to follow the example i already told you that there's a pattern for us to learn means to see an example a godly example and to follow the example look at ephesians 4 20 philip posted for us says that we have not so learned christ it means that there is an example in christ for us to follow in our relationships the first example we are seeing is that Jesus chose his friends, did not allow his friends in just anyhow. You have not so learned Christ. So there's a learning of Christ. Now, I want us to learn this from Jesus. So at in Jesus' life, Jesus had the multitude or the crowd. So I want you to write the, the pattern of Jesus' friendships had the multitude or the crowd. That is very important. In fact, the multitude and the crowd involved or contained people who would later on believe and even people who didn't believe. People who would later believe and people who would not believe. So the multitude would, would be a mixed multitude. Then he had the disciples. Then he had the disciples, the people who would follow him. So you see, Jesus had these steps in his relationship. The, the multitude would, con would include sinners, the Pharisees, everybody. He would have his disciples, people who would follow him. Then he would have the 12 apostles. So his disciples would include his siblings, okay, his brothers and his mother they will all be his disciples then who have his apostles so you see that at every level the the sphere of you know interaction and the people that he's interacting with is decreasing and it's becoming more specific 
So you can't be everybody's friend. You need to have people that you are you relate closely, associate closely with. Good. So we have the disciples. Then the after the disciples, we have the twelve apostles. In fact, for them, he chose them deliberately. That is where Judas falls, right? Good. So it means that even after choosing deliberately, you can still have a Judas. That doesn't mean you didn't choose, but it's better to choose and have a Judas than not choose at all. You will have 70 Judas. <laughs> then, within the 12, he had the three. Peter, James, and John. The people that he usually went to pray with, the people that he associated closer with within the twelve. Then he had the one. In fact, John, in writing his four gospels, would call himself the apostle that uh, Jesus loved. But well, if you if you allow me, I would say that that one person would be Peter, because in john 21 peter gives specific i'm sorry jesus gives specific instructions to peter feed my lambs feed my flock and said that satan has sought to sift you like the sun but i've prayed for you that your feet will not fail and when you have been restored remember your brothers so there is that that man peter very important so i would say peter so you see how the list comes down dwindles 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 but there for everybody at any point in your life you have this level of associations i i need you to share the link okay and then invite someone if you haven't share the link invite a friend don't enjoy this alone call other people to also come and hear and listen to the word of god hallelujah so therefore the basics of every relationship would be values. Why Jesus would have the multitude separate from the disciples, separate from the apostles, separate from the three, separate from the one, would be values. So friendships should not just happen. In fact, examine your values. Let me say this. If you would spend much time in our friendships and how we choose our friendships, Okay, we would not spend so much time to choose a partner to marry. I'll take it again. If we pay much attention to who becomes our friend, who doesn't become our friend, the choice of a partner for someone to marry should not be a problem. So there are a lot of Christians that the only time they trust the supernatural and they want to hear from god is when they're about to marry or choose a boyfriend girlfriend that's the only time they'll be oh god of abraham god of isaac as you were with david would you open my eyes to see you know meanwhile he or she has already gotten somebody into their closet 
into their sphere and now they are crying oh god oh god oh god you know it's funny if you spend time in who becomes your friend who doesn't become your friend you know you, you don't need to make some of those prayers there's a place of praying but you won't spend so much time to to pray because you have already dealt well with um, your relationships it's very important so the basics is um as values let me tell you a story so there's this story about a, a campus fellowship okay i don't want to use pensa so a campus fellowship that um at a point it was observed that the sisters in the fellowship were uh, were going into relationship with unbelievers so the camp the fellowship executives met together and said this is this is this is unbecoming let's take a decision on that so they called for council meeting emergency council meeting all the sisters have been taken because the sisters claim the brothers are too spiritual but myself i've had a lot of people say that to me they are too spiritual actually when you tell me i'm too spiritual i'm grateful i say thank you that exposes what you are if i'm too spiritual it means you are too carnal you know that's just by the way so uh, they met that the sisters were complaining that the brothers are not spiritual and they are, they are too spiritual and i asked myself that ah but if the brothers are spiritual how come the sisters are not spiritual because they are all in the same fellowship so how, why would someone be spiritual and you are not spiritual it means there's a problem one of them is kana okay so eventually they decided that uh, it's because after prayer meetings is the unbelievers who were escorting the sisters to their hostels you know and whilst they are talking you know there's something about frequent communication let me tell you frequent communication no matter how you look at it okay influences you i'm telling you i remember back in uh, secondary school a dear friend said this and we argued over it i don't know if mr douglas would remember um if you remember uh enkrumah uh, eugene eugene yeah, yeah. We were, yeah. yeah he was fond of making some controversial statement so yeah before we left college he made the statement that if you are a guy and there is a particular lady that every day you pick a phone to call there is a high probability that you are interested in the lady and he just said it like that and you know we say, oh, it's not true it's not true it's not true it's not true you know but i've come to realize that there's some truth in what he said because constant communication no matter how you look at it see you can fast for 50 years okay <laughs> you can just be descending from the mount of fasting and transfiguration you know that that communication is going to do something to you okay it's going to get you to uh, reason a certain way okay what i mean is that anybody you talk to communicate with a lot of times influences you i told you that you are products of influence 
So if I'm talking to Mr. Douglas every day, every day, every day, whatever Mr. Douglas is, I will become. So if you are talking to an unbelieving guy, unbelieving woman, every day, every day, every day, every day, every day, every day, to the extent that you, you I mean, I mean, I mean, things will start happening. You know, emotions will get in, uh, feelings will spike up, and all of that. There's a high chance that by the time you realize you are proposing to the person. So you need to guard your values very well. Before you even start associating with the person, ask yourself, how does the scriptures call him? What does the scripture say that I relate with such a person? How does the scripture want me to relate with such a person? Don't forget the unbeliever is called darkness, no matter how, how beautiful, how smart he or she is including your boss at work the same scriptures will tell you to submit to him okay but the fact remains that he is darkness okay that is very important so the basics of every relationship is value in fact the old adage that show me your friend and i'll show you what you are is very true when you see a man's friends You know what he cherishes, what he values. Because we will make friends along our values. See, if I like music, I'll make friends along music. If I love Bible study, I'll make friends along, along Bible study. If I love prayer, I'll make And what I'm saying, I need you to get me. Everybody likes football, a bit of music, a bit of everything. But what i prioritize what i cherish most is how i make my friends so sometimes you don't need to tell us what you cherish for instance for me i told you i was telling you the last time that people come to me to seek for counseling counsel you know for matters sometimes pertaining to relationship and i'm so much interested in people's spirituality for instance if you told me that uh, my boyfriend is cheating on me blah 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 i'll find out how spiritual i see and i know I've, I've noticed that in most cases the lady is spiritual the guy is spiritual the lady is doesn't care about it I said, hey, so that's where your problem is you chose somebody that is not convinced of the things of the spirit so how do you even counsel such a person it's very important because your values to come into play essentially so the basis of every relationship is your values. Now, in 2 Corinthians 6, 14, the word fellowship means partnership. What partnership has light with darkness? It means light and darkness cannot partner. And when he said that, what concord? It's just like um, in, in the music. The Greek word is like, playing a discordant tune it's like me assembling people who know nothing about musical instruments and then someone is playing drums someone is playing keyboard they don't even know what they are doing just noise so that's what it, that, that's what the bible calls such a religion so that, that association between the believer and an unbeliever okay that yoke that that partnership that agreement is called noise noise making it's a lot of noise it's making no sense 
because the two of them cannot agree together can two agree can two work together unless they are agreed so i need you to understand that basically you can't stop people from coming around okay can't stop people from coming around you from calling you from checking up on you but you can define what influence they will have on you so for instance i have a boss at work that i relate with as a boss i honor you know in the in the, in my field of study my field of work i see him as um somebody that has experience that will be helpful for me but as a matter of fact he's only my boss at work so it would be strange if now this boss of mine is now advising me that you know uh, see when it comes to spiritual matters assuming it's my boss talking then my boss is saying all these pastors they are fake they are very 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 fake they'll just take money they'll chop the tights and they'll come and they'll say anything and you are there and and your boss is saying that to you and I say, yes 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 boss yes boss yes boss don't forget that his being a boss is not pertaining to spiritual matters so there should be people that you would take instructions from you would um, listen to you would submit to when it comes to spiritual matters there are people that when it comes to natural matters they are gurus okay go to them for knowledge go to them for uh, um, uh, the things you need but be careful let them not influence you in matters pertaining to spiritual things okay so you can't stop people from coming around you can't stop people from calling you but you can define what influence they have on you you can define by choosing so you need to have control over your friendships you need to have that control over your friendship an incident happened a few uh, months ago there's this colleague okay and let's learn not to call everybody our friend let's say he's my friend he's a close friend you know i just saw the person two months ago he's a close friend a very 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 close friend three months ago and you're calling him a close friend you can't call someone close for two months three months no it takes time so take time relax okay so there's this guy in, at my workplace that got himself into a bit of trouble everybody knows that you know uh, they see him around me a couple of times so they called me and said uh, talk to him he's your friend i told them see he's not my friend he's my colleague and they were like hey i said yes that's true i mean it's not everybody that you see me working with that's my friend I have people that I support Chelsea with. See, I'm, a, I'm an ardent fan of Chelsea. Okay, if Chelsea is playing a match, I'll watch it. Watch it with all my soul, with everything. Okay, pray for me. <laughs> but I support Chelsea really hard. I'm, 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 you know, a loyal fan of Chelsea. You, you don't joke with me when it comes to Chelsea matters. Hey, especially when you are a red devil. And the Bible says that we should cast out devils. How would you, how would a Christian, a believer, support a team that has the devil in it and a red in it? 
that if that is not a loss of salvation <laughs> i don't know i don't know what i'll call it red devil you know and you want to support a team like the Ghanaians when the Bible says the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, and you are you are supposed Ghanaians, Ghanaians, you see, that was just by the way. So I said this to say that I have people that I associate with when it comes to a lot of issues. I have people that I associate with when it comes to Chelsea. They are all we are supporters. I have people that you know um, 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 we would learn. Um, maybe secular things, maybe my classmates, my cosmates, yeah. I have colleagues at work that I relate with because of the work I'm doing. So I learn to separate them. I don't call everybody my friend. Okay, so in this incident, they asked me to talk to him, he's your friend. I said, no, he's a colleague. And they were surprised. They said, ah, but he comes around. I said, yes, the fact that he comes around me a couple of times, you see me with him a couple of times, doesn't mean that he's my friend. Why am I saying that? Because I place value on my friendships. For anybody to be called my friend, number one, he has to be a serious Christian. Okay? A serious Christian. By a serious Christian, I mean that his lifestyle depicts someone who is serious with his Christianity. Um, 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 would You should be a student of the Bible, that one. If you are not, you have to be because... I mean, I, I, I can't. I don't separate that from from my 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 work, my whatever I do. Okay, I told you I'm a proud student of Pastor Onayinka, and I'm a proud student of the Bible. It will show in everything I do, how I will react to issues, how I will react to um, problems. Okay, so anybody who is my friend should relate with me along those lines. So when I said that they were disappointed, but that's the truth. So learn to separate the people that come around you. Pick your friends. Know who your friends are. They should be from your values. What do you value? If you value the things of the spirit, if you value the assembly of the saints, if you value the gospel, you should make friends. In fact, for me, I say this, that the gospel would be my point of making friends, making enemies, I will marry because of the gospel, not because the gospel says I should marry by force, but I will marry on account of the gospel because my wife should also be a student of the gospel, somebody who is convinced of the gospel. You can't be around me and you are not convinced of the gospel. I'm saying Jesus saves and you are saying, no, 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 no. It's not only Jesus that saves. You, you can try Muhammad, you can try Buddha, you, you are my friend, you can't be my friend. So I am I'm serious with the gospel, I'm convinced of the gospel of Jesus and that is how I make my friends and I, I enter into relationship because of that. So if you watch me very well, you realize that all the people that come around me, they will come around by one means or the other via the gospel. They will come for me to teach them the scriptures. They will come because we are fellowshipping in a local assembly. I see them. I want to help them grow. I want to help them mature. And so that's how I make friends. That should be the attitude of every believer. Okay, so don't let your relationships control you. Control the, the relationships. You have to set controls. Don't have relationships that cannot be controlled. Okay, you can define what influence they have on you. So there are people that the only influence they should have on you is football, Chelsea matters. That's all. There are people that the influence they should have on you is that Gobe. Gobe is Gary. 
Gary is uh, a staple food in Ghana, okay, uh, the companion of most Ghanaians, and then beasts. Okay, sometimes you make friends along Gary and beans. We call it in Ghana gobe. Make friends along gobe lines. Make sure it ends there. After eating the gobe, go home. After eating the gobe, don't let the person now sit you down. My friend, let me advise you. You see that thing we call Christianity, and they are not just say, my, my friend, leave it right there. Okay, I want us to keep our friendship. Our friendship is for gobe. Let's keep it like that and leave my Christianity. Learn to keep people in their way because i told you that man is a product of influence so hmm. when they are saying it you are there you are not saying anything you are contributing they start talking about pastors and you are the first oh there are a lot of falls then you talk you talk you ridicule pastors and on sunday you go for a pastor to pray for you are you well Okay, I was in a room, and by the time I realized that people started talking about titles, talking, 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 I just increased the volume of the TV sets because it was a Chelsea match I was we were we were watching, and all of a sudden they were talking about that. Just increase the volume. And I said, Charlie, 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 let's focus, let's focus on the match, you know, <laughs> because that conversation was not going to help me, and I needed to change the attention because we had not gathered there to talk about bible it wasn't a bible study class okay so people like that are not even experts in in, in the bible they don't know anything in the bible and then now they are making opinions concerning tithes giving uh, let's watch football that is why we came okay so learn to 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 control friendships if you have somebody like that uh, and then all of a sudden they are making doctrinal persuasions they say hold it right there hold it right there you came to fix my fridge. You are my mechanic. You came to fix my car. Your mechanic fixing your car and all of a sudden started teaching you, giving you theology, giving you theology, and you're there. You're laughing. <laughs> By the time you realize, you become an atheist. Okay? So guard your faith with that jealousy. What they try to say, Master, fix the car for me, okay? And let me go. Associate along those lines. If if the association is for canal things, make sure you do it well. Canal things, do the canal things well. Don't let them interfere in your spirituality. You tell them I'm going to church. Hey, you people, every Friday, hey, 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 hold it right there. You and I, we are friends because of Gobe. Okay, I explained Gobe. We are friends because of Chelsea. We are friends because you fixed my car. We are friends because. Uh, I, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm using friendship loosely here. Okay, get me right. So we are relating because of these things. So hold it right there. For my spirituality, for my church going, please, I beg you. I want us to continue this relationship along this line. Okay, so don't comment. So learn to put people in their right position. Because this world that we are in, everything is fighting for attention. That's how the world is. Everything. The TV is fighting for your attention. The food is fighting for your attention. When you go to social media, so many adverts. Everybody. See, go to go and watch people's statuses. So many programs, so many codes, so many. Everybody's fighting for attention. So that, that's, that's how the world is. Okay. So then if you don't 
prioritize what you need in life your values what you value in life you will be like a, a paper being blown to and fro this person will say a yo a this person will say b oh b this person will say this oh so you have a you be a believer no uh, foundation no no grounding they just blown anywhere anything that is passing you comment some you shouldn't be like that put people in their right places there are people that they don't even deserve your good morning every day okay they deserve your call on purpose i called to inform you that we'll be having a meeting at 8 a.m Bloom, that's the end <laughs> you don't call i call to check up on you how are you doing no so know the people that know know the people you contact on a daily i told you that whatever comes around you will get into you take note whatever comes around you get into you so for for when while i was in on um, um, in campus and my friends were like ah, all of a sudden joshua you are not coming closer i said yes i like it that way because at that time i started studying the word and i didn't even do it deliberately but i realized that no i can't be around these guys the kind of things they want to do are not the things even though the things are not bad though but i i don't find it for a long time i used to i, I tell people that if you ever find me watching tv eh, if it's not a chelsea match if it's not um, a particular special program like a documentary news something someone asks me to watch forget it like me watching tv then waiting for movie after movie after movie you won't find me for a long time that's what i did and if if anybody stays with me they will tell you that's that that's it when i'm coming to on the tv i'm coming to watch pastor joseph prince when i finish off i'm going i'm going back okay so things are fighting for your attention so you should be very careful you should be very careful see the world as craving for your attention be very careful what you allow around you there's a scripture in Proverbs 25, verse 8. Let's look at that. Proverbs 25, verse 8. I hope you are being blessed. Go not forth hastily to strive, lest thou know not what to do in the end thereof, when thy neighbor had put thee to shame. Let me read it from the New King James. Proverbs 25, verse 8. I'll read from verse 6. Do not exalt yourself in the presence of the king, and do not stand in the place of the great. For it is better that he say to you, Come up here, than that you should be put lower in the presence of the prince whom your eyes have seen. Do not go hastily to the court. For what will you do in the end when your neighbor has put you to shame? So this scripture is saying that, for instance, if you have gone before a king, okay, and then you just entered and then you just went, and then now the king sacks you and says that, go back. It is better for you to wait for the king to call you. He's trying to say that you should have control okay have control over whatever you are doing 
because if you don't have control you can easily be put to shame people can easily put you to shame so this scripture is talking about having control over what you do don't do things anyhow a believer is not the person who does things anyhow the believer is deliberate calculated in what he says especially in your utterances a believer talking anyhow a believer talking anyhow anyhow no be measured be controlled in what you say so you realize that at the end of the day because of what i'm saying that concept of a best friend is not realizable you see we have this concept that oh he's a best friend this is my best friend for a long time I, people ask me ah is he, I, is he is he your best friend or is he your best friend i'll say no i don't have a best friend do you know why because best friends would be realized would be realized after some time for instance you don't meet somebody in two weeks and call the person your best friend i just two weeks that's too cheap so learn my response can i be your friend tell the person i'll find out for all of us we will find out who our friends are people that we will call friends but we will find out that they are not friends like judas i'll tell you about judas very soon why not go is my time up yeah we have we have about we have about some few minutes okay yeah. all right I mean, so we'll, let me wrap we'll be up. doing the we'll be doing the judas on uh, on the series next week yeah yeah so, so we'll do we'll do we'll do judas next week. so it's very important okay to choose your friends i hope you you got me on that and it's very important who you call your friend because friendship should be realized out of um what the person does or becomes eventually okay so there are people around me that i'm not hasty to call them my friends i'll say well let's see what happens we'll see if you end up being my friend or you end up betraying me i hope you've been blessed this morning god bless you for joining us this this morning all right man of god over to you is there anything i need to do uh any 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 any, any last word <laughs> all right within the, maybe so, five minutes yeah but we'll be taking okay. we'll be, five minutes we'll be attending to all questions god willing next week okay so all right i want you okay. to um whatever you are just go back get all the messages listen to it when you have an issue just make sure that you can leave your questions at the comment place or you can wait and join us next week for the questions. Yeah. One of God, please. All right. Can hear you. So, yeah. So, it is very important what we do with our relationships because eventually, it's relationship that gets us born again. It's relationship. See, it's relationship that will take us to heaven. Okay. When I say this, I'm not preaching um, that salvation that you you get and then it slips through your pockets but i want you to understand that it's relationship that has saved you it's relationships that will ensure that you grow it's relationships that will ensure that you backslide so when someone backslides it's a relationship when someone is growing 
to maturity is a relationship when someone is on fire for the lord usually is the people around him so knowing this you have to be deliberate in fact ask yourself in the next two years in the next five years what will i want to be doing for the lord if you want to be in the house of god doing the things of god then you have to form friends around that along that so set that goal for yourself okay well where do i want to be in the next five years in the next two years in the next 10 years for me in the next five years i'll be preaching the gospel in the next 10 years i'll be preaching the gospel uh in the next 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 i'll be preaching the gospel and so i don't joke with my friendships because they will have to be formed around the gospel of christ that's why mr douglas is my friend you can never be my friend if to do that check reality check right now and i know that after doing the reality check there are some people that you have to stop calling okay there are some boyfriends and girlfriends that you have to give them their tickets they should go and then you will be praying for them there are some boyfriends fiancés that we have to break up with them yes i'm seeing it break up with them how can charismatic person like you you are going out to church of christ of latter day saints and an unbeliever yeah how is the boy oh he doesn't like church like that and you you like church like that are you serious at all if you are like church like that you have to pick friends who like church like that don't pick friends who don't like church like that you are unequally yoked even though it's a believer if he's a believer and he's not a serious believer it's the same problem unequally yoked even though he's a believer he's not serious get serious believers when we do that we would um, save ourselves from a lot of trouble and it will help us and our influence will continue to grow god bless you and I'm, I'm so happy that you made time for us to meet god bless you amen amen wow somebody shout glory to jesus choose your friends don't let your friends choose you and and it's a very serious thing that we've learned hallelujah god bless you so much for coming around it, show, it shows your love actually in spite of the frustrations oh, I, I'm, I'm serious that's why i keep on saying that you guys, you are brutal. You are brutal. I love you so much. I love you so much. It shows that you are my friends. Eh? Show my friends. My friends are those who obey my commandment. <laughs> so you are my friends. Eh? Yeah, there are some people, they are not our friends. <laughs> they are just into coming, you know, exploit your anointing and do something and go their way. When they are done, they are done. <laughs> there are some people that I remember one day. I was there, I was praying, and the Lord said, Charlie, there are some people they are just into. They're not ready for anything. No. Uh, they just want to maneuver you, put you, and all those things, and all that. If you are not that descending by the scriptures and even by the Spirit of God, you have issues. So, this is what I want you to do. If you are there, that you came, God bless you so much. If you have not yet followed, make sure you follow, and the Lord will bless you. Um, tomorrow, God willing, 7 p.m., uh, we'll have our School of Christ on his platform. So if you are there, um, we don't usually, we don't have services on weekends. So um, that is what we do. It's a training session for 
School of Christ, we are going through the gospel, a series in the gospel. It's like specifically into salvation. Salvation is everything about the believer is salvation. So try your best and also make it available and the Lord will bless you. Hallelujah. God willing to next week. Next week is a very wonderful week. You don't want to admit. Next week we are going to have series of men of God who are going to minister to us in the name of Jesus. We are going to have um, some men of God who are going to also help us. Next week is a week of dealing with um, dealing with weaknesses, dealing with issues that or what we will call addictions and how we handle them biblically. We are talking about biblically, the Christian way of dealing with weaknesses. Not, I mean, the Christian way, not what people are doing outside there. Yeah, so we want to do, want to handle that part. So the whole week is dedicated for that. And that is why, so in the evening sessions, we'll be having that. In the morning sessions, we'll be having our series on seeing your Judas and make sure and how to prevent yourself becoming a Judas. So from Monday to Friday, join us on the morning sessions. You're going to have seeing yourself how to prevent yourself from becoming because if you as soon as you get the indicators of judas's you yourself can pre- prevent yourself from becoming a judas and you can also see people who are judas's around you hallelujah so let's get it in the evening tomorrow next week you are going to have a lot of activities and all that this weekend um that is all for the, the day tomorrow 7 p.m school of christ will be coming off so Let's try our best and be available. The Lord bless you so much for coming around. All the tiredness, all the stress you have come. It means you really love us. You really, you are really, really, God is really helping us. God bless you so much for coming around. I want you to, as I said, if you have any issue, any concern, any questions, we'll handle them God willing next week. So all, it's this whole series you are doing. So from next week, who will handle all your questions for you. So write it down. And as I said, after listening to some of these messages, every message you receive is what? Anything you receive from God is called, let me see whether I have students in the house. Anything you receive from God is called what? An investment, powerful. So we are going to expect results. We are going to expect returns. As I said, as for me, I'm a resource-oriented person. That is the kind of person God made me. God, I believe in results. I'm a resource-oriented person. That's it. I don't throw seeds anyhow. I don't cut. No, no, I don't do that. that that's what I do. I'm a resource-oriented person. I'm a businessman. <laughs> I'm an agricultural person. And I'm an ag- ag- architectural. I, I believe in results. I believe in fruitfulness. I believe in harvest. I am not an aimless or I'm not, excuse me, a foolish farmer who will sow a seed and not expect a harvest. And I told you that's the reason why some of you, you are the way you are because you are not people who expect harvest. I don't know why you waste time, break the ground, sow a seed and not expect a harvest. That shouldn't be your story. Somebody says that is not my story. Somebody said that is not my story. So anything, anything that you are doing 
we are expecting results. So after this thing, we are expecting results. That is why accountability is very important. Nia, for me, I'm like those people. Accountability, we don't do things anyhow. Hey, when, when we sow seed, we expect results. Hallelujah. We expect results. That's why me, I track progress. I track, I, I, that's what I do. I track progress. I track um, the dealings. I track. That's it. That's it. People, people want to just do their own thing. Just want to, you know, as a man of God said, <laughs> I want to be, even that one is even an influence. So we track. So leave a track record. The Bible said that he that is able to judge himself will not be judged. So we have a system that will keep us on track. We are building consistency. What you are doing is consistency. How can we know where things are not going well so that we can help you? So there must be a consistent accountability, a system to keep you on track. And that's what we are trying to do. Hallelujah. So make yourself open. Make yourself available. Okay. Some of you is like you are becoming it's like unavailable. Be available. Okay. Be available. Be available for the checks. Be available for make sure that all this you are receiving are becoming instrument of your checks. Instrument. Instrument. Don't be too busy. There are so many things you appear you don't you don't know. But I keep on saying you can't fake the things of God. Spiritual matters are matters that no matter how man has tried, they can never fake it. If you don't have it, you don't have it. I'm telling you, if you don't know, you don't know. If you don't have it, you don't have it. And your knowledge affects your paradigm of life, your perspective of life, your dealings with issues and how you handle issues. Yeah, so make sure that we, we that is, we, a Christian is an open book. A Christian is an open book that everyone has access to. So we must be able to check. That's what we are here for. That's what we are here for. Our work as a family is to check ourselves. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So try your best and be available. Tell somebody that be available. Be available. Be available. Hallelujah. Be available. Don't close yourself. Stay connected. Tell somebody that don't close yourself. Don't close yourself. Don't close yourself up. Be available. Be available. Be available. Hallelujah. That's why we have some of this. Be available. Let's engage. You know, be available. Let's let the Lord help us. Hallelujah. And I know God will help us. God bless you so much for coming around. It's been a wonderful time in the presence of the Lord. I know you have been blessed. So supernatural relationship continues. God willing, next week, we are going to handle the category called Judas. The category called Judas. It's going to be a very powerful service. You don't want to miss. Next week, as I said, a lot of packages are with you. So let's get prepared. Hallelujah. God bless you so much for coming around. I really honor your presence. As I said, a lot of people are having knowledge, but they are not getting the audience. I don't take you for granted. I don't take your sacrifice for granted. I don't, I have no, I, I can't pretend I'm not seeing what you're doing. Some of, sometimes you may be at work. Some of you may be at school. Some of you may be tired. You know, I remember the last time, Mama Dinah, oh, a very grown-up woman, oh, she was tired, she was there, but she joined. And you, the little ones, you were sleeping. <laughs> yeah, that, that's so wonderful. That shows the number of sacrifice. And I know God will surely reward us. So God bless you so much for coming around. The recordings are there. We are going to publish it. Make sure you download all the messages if you have not. Download all the messages. Get Have a track record. 
get to know what you are doing. It's a pattern that we are following. So if you don't get it, it's going to affect you. And I know that you're going to be blessed. If you have any issue, leave it at the comment section or contact the number or anything. Just post it on the page and it will be handled. God bless you so much for coming around. My name is Mr. Douglas. I love you so much. Bye-bye.